Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Every child is born with their own way of understanding and perceiving the world. The way they react to situations as they grow can be as unique as the small person experiencing it. But are these responses genetic? Are they something a child is born with that can't be changed? Naomi Hackworth is an expert in early childhood and child development at raisingchildren.net.au and she's here to talk to us about this very idea. Hi Naomi, how are you? Hi Siobhan, I'm well, thanks. How do you define temperament? Temperament's a set of characteristics that each of us is born with that affects how we respond to the world and how people respond to us. So most parents will already have an idea of their child's temperament and we hear this when they talk about their child. So for example, when they say their child's outgoing or their child needs routine, what they're talking about is their child's temperament. While, as you said, all children are different, children's temperaments tend to vary across certain dimensions. So for example, some are more reactive than others. Some are more able to manage their behaviour and some are more sociable than others. So every child's different and has their own unique mix of these characteristics. And I'm assuming that it's the same for adults or do you think that there are certain quirks that we have as adults in terms of our temperament that children don't have? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And adults do have their own temperament and these are really stable qualities. So children are born with their temperament as genetically laid down and those temperamental characteristics persist into adulthood. What does happen though is once we're born, we do have this blueprint, but we interact with the world, we have different experiences, our parents play a really important role in our experiences and so we develop uh, ways of behaving based on that temperament and our life experiences. I think one of the more common ones that parents probably identify with is when they say they have an outgoing child or a shy child and they identify themselves as having a temperament of either shy or outgoing. Um, Of course, it's a lot easier to understand a temperament when you have the same one, but there's no guarantee that a shy parent will have a shy child or that an outgoing parent will have an outgoing child. Have you got any ideas on how parents might navigate that I guess that not conflict as such, but just that disjointedness between their own temperament and their child's if they are different? Yeah. So look, every child's temperament is different. And in fact, we often hear parents saying how different their children are from each other. So in a family, there can be lots of different temperaments in play, both children's and parents. And sometimes they do bounce off each other. So in that example you gave uh, earlier where a parent might have a uh, less sociable, um, maybe they like um, more quiet times, they might find it a bit challenging if they have an active little bunny on their hands who's really outgoing. And what can you do in that situation? You know, I'm thinking myself, I think everyone in my family has a pretty similar temperament and that is rather noisy and outgoing and sociable. And 
I know that my um, in my family, my extended family, there's definitely more quieter, gentler kind of temperaments. And that sounds quite nice to me. I kind of like it. I think <laughs> it might be more challenging if you are a quiet parent with an outgoing child because then it can put you in a pretty uncomfortable place, right? If they're, they're out there making friends and you have to follow them when you'd rather be hiding in your car having a coffee or yeah. something. Yes, that's exactly right. Look, parents do sometimes say it's easier to understand and care for a child that has a temperament similar to their own. So if you, for example, prefer less structure in your life and you like to be more flexible, it might take a while to get used to a child who likes routine. Or if you are indeed a bit shyer or less active and like quiet times and to be a bit more solitary, you might find it challenging if you have a little whirlwind on your hands or a child that likes to be really social and spend a lot of time with friends. The important here thing here, though, is that if your child feels accepted and valued for who they are, then they're more likely to thrive. So if you can find a way to adapt your parenting to support their individual uh, temperament, rather than trying to get them to fit your mould, it'll be a more supportive environment for their development. And as you pointed out, this isn't always easy. That may involve parents finding ways to overcome things that are a bit challenging for them and finding ways that they can allow their children to have those experiences while they may feel a little bit uncomfortable. In that scenario, we're accepting that temperament is something relatively fixed and that we want to accept our children how they are. But what if their particular temperament has problematic elements to it, like say a a rambunctious child might be uh, overwhelming other children who are shy or they might be getting into trouble. A shy child might be disinclined to socialise and it might have an impact on their ability to make friends and stuff like that. Do you have any advice for parents on when to work out your child's temperament is fine and you can just accept them as they are and let them lead the way? And when is it time for you as a parent to step in and try and help scaffold them to experiences that might not be not might not come naturally mm. to their temperament? Yeah, and look, you make a really good point there because whilst we don't want to try and change our child and make them into something they're not and they need to feel accepted, there are times when um, the fit to their temperament, and, and it's often referred to as fit, to their temperament might impact on their relationships or it might not fit in a certain environment. So an example might that of that might be when a um, you know a child that's really excited to go to school and they're boisterous and bouncy might have a little bit more trouble settling in the classroom or attending in class. Um, so in those circumstances, parents play a really important role in giving them strategies to deal with those situations and help them adapt a little bit to those environments that are so important for their development. There may be other um, environments where it's not so important, where, where the fit's fine. It's fine for them to be boisterous, you know, in sporting art activities or in their general play. But when it becomes problematic, that's when parenting is really important in terms of helping their child develop those strategies. Sounds like we have to have a little bit of self-awareness ourselves as parents when it comes to this, because 
I can imagine if your child is shy and you're outgoing, your inclination will probably be to think there's something wrong and try to push them into situations when in, in reality there's nothing wrong with a child, shy child. We need shy children just as much as we need boisterous ones. Um, do you think that parents need to have that kind of awareness so that they don't try and fix things that don't need to be fixed? Yeah, that's exactly right, Siobhan. It's really important that um, parents get a real understanding that temperament does matter and we're all different and there's actually no good or bad temperament. So, you know, a child that is a bit apprehensive about new situations might need some additional support to go into school, but once they're in the classroom, they may be really attentive and focus really well. So the first step is really for parents to, um, well, notice their child's temperament and understand that temperament matters. So they could ask themselves questions. To, to work that out, they could ask themselves questions like, do they like being around other children? Do they like being around people? Or do they prefer to be a bit more solitary? Do they like to have new experiences and lots of noise? Or do they find that all a bit daunting? And so working out their child's individual style, how well do they manage their own emotions? Do they wear their emotions on their sleeve or is it a bit more difficult to tell what they're feeling? So a child that's shy might find it, might not speak out about what they're feeling. So if they're in that situation you described before where they've got a really raucous family, they might need a bit more support from you around getting themselves heard in the family and making sure that they get involved in family decisions and have their say rather than be being railroaded by those more extroverted people in their family. It's so fascinating, this whole temperament thing. Naomi, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you, Siobhan. It's been a pleasure. That was Naomi Hackworth. She's an expert in early childhood and child development at raisingchildren.net.au. And for more of Naomi's work, just search for her name, N-A-O-M-I, at our website. That's babyology.com.au forward slash feedplaylove. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.